This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Now, what I think a really interesting decision point for Attorney General Garland is, is, is he going to need a special counsel in this case? And that gets into the politics of it. Because remember, the trigger for him appointing the special counsel in former President Trump's case was former President Trump's announcement that he's a candidate again. President Biden is a presumptive candidate for president. Where is Mike Pence in the political situation moving forward? And how will that impact uh, whether or not Attorney General Garland needs to cabin off this investigation just like the others. Tuesday, 24 January, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Thank you for joining us for the afternoon, early evening edition of War Room. And we're really grateful that uh, this morning's guest, Congressman Matt Gates, was able to break away and join us for the first couple of segments. Um, and by the way, there's a pre uh, 3 January, Matt Gates in a post. He is the hero. Of course, this audience needs no introduction. He's the hero. Five days to change the direction of the United States of America. He was the chief strategist, the tactician, and really stood in the breach. And what an incredible performance. Talk about a man meeting a moment. It was just amazing. Uh, Congressman, you've got a lot of thoughts about the FBI situation, but also <laughs> breaking news today. You can't make this up, right? By the way, if we pitched this in Hollywood, we'd be thrown out of the room, right? You agree? We have so much to discuss from the indictment of the former FBI counterintelligence chief in the New York field office to these documents that but, relate but, but, to Mike just, Pence. Just, the Daily Mail just tells me it's a, it's a small thing about sanctions. Well, it's just, it's just a, it, a, it, a wise man taught me once, catch the signal, not the noise. And there's a lot of signal in the indictment, and I want to go through it uh, in maybe our second segment. But we've got to deal with this Mike Pence news right now. And who you heard in that clip in the cold open, that was Kerry Cordero. Now, former Department of Justice official, yeah. former official for the Director of National Intelligence currently on an advisory board in the Biden government for the Department of Homeland Security. And what she is saying is that whether or not Mike Pence gets a special counsel is dependent on whether or not he announces that he is running for president. Now, why does that matter? I posited the theory on this morning's show that I believe the deep state is against Trump and I believe the deep state is against Biden. I think that they prefer a different Democrat candidate, and they prefer a different Republican candidate. And they know that in the field as we see it today with a Trump, maybe Nikki Haley, maybe Mike Pompeo, maybe Mike Pence, you know, I certainly hope my governor, Ron DeSantis, wants to be my governor for another two years, but may, who knows, maybe DeSantis, right? Mike Pence is someone who absorbs a healthy share of the Republican primary electorate vote, maybe around 10, 11%. And if he's not there, those votes don't go to President Trump. Those votes would go to somebody else to challenge President Trump. And so I believe that the signal 
that you are hearing from the deep state's mouthpieces all over cable news today is sending a message to Mike Pence, don't announce for president. Right. Leave those votes on the table for someone else to coalesce and go against Trump. Because she couldn't have been more brazen about it. It was just straight up. It was like quid pro quo. That was more of a quid pro quo than the trump Zelensky call ever was. perfect phone call, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, I I, I love... If you're Mike Pence's lawyers, you're a pretty smart lawyer. If you're Mike Pence's inner circle and his lawyers, what are they they talking about right now? Well, right now, those folks have to consider the extent to which a candidacy uh, is announced impacts a prosecutorial decision. And you know what? I'm not a Mike Pence fan. I've told you on this show, I think he's sometimes softer than the Giza sheets. But at the same time, the deep state should not try to be getting Mike Pence out of the race for president. If Mike Pence wants to run for president, he should have the right to do so and to face competition. I know President Trump doesn't fear the competition. And, and I thought it was really classy today that President Trump saw through this and he didn't take the bait and he put messages out saying that Mike Pence would never do anything purposefully wrong and that he thinks that this is all a bunch of nonsense, which it is. That's the noise, not the signal. The signal is they are working to coalesce against Biden and against Trump. You don't think, what about the argument that they're, they're doing this because they want to dilute the pressure on Biden right now? If that were the case, they would have done it when they first got the Biden information before they turned the heat up on Trump, right? That would have been the smart decision, right? If Ron, if Ron Klain were staying as the chief of staff in the White House, that actually would have been the call that's that the they would have mo- made. That's kind of move you say. Right, but, but, but here, Klain knew he was on his way out. They knew they wanted to saddle Biden with this problem. And the basics of crisis communications, even according to David Axelrod, you get to where the crisis is going and the story is going as fast as possible. And here they sat on it to let the momentum build to get Biden out there in these interviews saying that Trump was so irresponsible. And then lo and behold, they're going to try to knock out Trump knock out Biden. And you know, Pence is just like a pawn, a casualty in all of this. I would suggest if Mike Pence wants to run for president, thinks he's the best person for the job, he should not consider this one bit in his deliberations. If he wants to run, he should run and he shouldn't let this stand in his way. He shouldn't, even if they're going to put a special counsel on it and maybe indict him. Well, look, I mean, the tell on this as to whether or not all of a sudden our nation is, has used as its organizing principle the resolving disputes with the archivist over Presidential Records Act, like if that That is the rock upon which we're going to build our church. You'll know it when they go after Obama and you'll know it when they go after Bush, two people who were absolutely aligned with the deep state on a lot of issues, whether it was expanding their capabilities and authorities, continuing to fight their endless wars. And so, you know, Obama and Bush were very much like the 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 prized golden geese of of the deep state. They just kept laying golden eggs. The yin and the yang. Yeah. And you know what? Probably they would have been willing to ride with Biden if they didn't see that he was so addled at this point in his presidency that he likely wouldn't be a very serious candidate. And a vast majority of the people in his own party don't even want him to run again. And so uh, I think this is a very dangerous time for our country. I did not like seeing the abuses of the national security state uh, used against President Trump. And I think it's, it's a bad thing that we have probably lived in our last election where the national security apparatus doesn't have their thumb on the scale in some way, whether it's for or against particular candidates or even, as you just heard Kerry Cordero talk about, shaping the presidential field. Um, you think they're this brazen that because they believe they're in trouble and they believe we're coming for them. They've seen what we've done in the House. They think the, the weaponization of government uh, investigative committee, the new church committee, is that dangerous? Is that's why because they're making moves now 
that don't have the subtlety of the past, correct? These, no. these are pretty in your face. They, they are. And when I am with these folks in classified briefings, there is so much moral preening. Right. They are the smart ones. They are the great protectors. They are the ones that ensure that the rest of us get to stay safe. And we're lucky that they're smart enough to seek the authorities to engage in mass surveillance, to then be so bold as to lie about it before Congress, as James Clapper did, and to accuse President Trump of being a Russian agent, as Eric Swalwell did, as Adam Schiff did when he said they had more than circumstantial evidence, and now to learn. That one of the very people involved in the, the act in the in, in the investigation into Trump the, was himself hang, a Russian hang, agent. Hang on, the Financial Times it says we've they they say it's just a sanctions. This is just something dealing with sanctions that he's 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 overplay he's not followed the rules about Russian sanctions. Right. Well, uh, so, of course, so of course he was arrested over the weekend, which we didn't know about. Another thing that we only found about on uh, after the work week, you didn't see the CNN there for his arrest. Uh, yeah, obviously, and one has to wonder whether or not that aligns with the Penn story in some way. Here's what you need to know about the indictment, and I've I've gone through it with a first glance, but I'm going to get through it in, in even more detailed review. But yes, in the specific allegations about money laundering and about conspiracy and about violations of sanctions, there's a real focus on McGonagall's time after he has left the employ of the FBI. But if you go into the general allegations... Because that's the pitch they're making. This is oh, after, sure. After the guy was an integral part of the investigation of Trump, afterwards, only in 18 and beyond, right? This indictment does so much work to try to cast the corrupt and illegal actions of a former counterintelligence FBI chief to be after his employment. But there are buried leads in this indictment, in the general allegations. If you go to page 7 of the indictment, paragraph 12, you start to see that while McGonagall was working for the federal government, he worked to get an associate of Deripaska's daughter a special internship at the NYPD. So so the person he ends up working for later, taking illegal money from later, he's already getting his future boss's daughter a sweetheart internship at the NYPD and goes and tells the folks at the NYPD he needs this internship for counterintelligence reasons. How does he – but that in and of itself, how can you possibly do that without reporting that up the chain of command, that you're going to make some sort of effort and some sort of contact where you're going to try to do this guy a favor? Well, we're going to learn the extent to which that information uh, was transmitted and the extent to which these deals were off the books. But we know at some point they get off the books uh, because we also have a circumstance laid out in the indictment where McGonagall gets his buddy to set up a shell corporation in New Jersey. That shell corporation later takes money from the Russian oligarchs' apparatus to try to manipulate sanctions, to engage in influence. But here's the tell. The shell corporation to do the corrupt acts was set up while McGonagall was still working at the FBI. Oh, that's the biggest tell in the world. That means he was plotting this when he was, a, when he was an active agent. Well, and if he was plotting it, yeah. you have to believe that there, there was some degree of influence. Maybe it was not the same degree of influence to get McGonagall to go and do the sanctions work, but what if it was just to redirect some resources in some counterintelligence investigations? What if it was just to make sure that certain investigations never got opened? What if it was a way to resolve some investigations on terms that were good 
good for Deripaska or other Russian oligarchs. You see, this is why the Judiciary Committee has to review this immediately and that this is more important than whatever's in Joe Biden's you know, glove compartment of his convertible because you may have actual threats to national security that exist now because the FBI that was accusing Russia, uh, is, Trump of being is, a Russian agent compromised? was compromised. Compromised abroad, corrupted at home. I want to go back to that for a second, but here's what I don't get. A guy that's sophisticated, this is not, they're trying to say he had a small role. This is not a Grundoon. Most of the counterintelligence happens in New York, not in D.C., correct? I mean, that's, oh. that's where the serious... New York is one of the counterintelligence nodes yeah. of Geneva, the entire universe. Geneva and New York City, right? Mm-hmm. Those the, okay. How do sophisticated guys not understand that um, every transaction through the SWIFT system and, you know, politically exposed people, et cetera, they're monitoring nonstop every financial transaction? How do they, when you read this, part of it's Keystone Cops, Right. How, how does a sophisticated guy running counterintelligence not know that? Well, what you see here is the utilization of friends and family members to create business organizations that then are illegally laundering money. And but it, arm's length. So you can't you can't directly connect it to 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 him. Well, in these cases, some of the dots are connected and you're able to see those corrupt actions manifesting while this person is not just in the employ of the FBI, but as a senior counterintelligence official already doing favors for these oligarchs, already setting up business organizations that would accept illicit cash. And th- there's another feature of the tradecraft here, because everybody watches the war room to build tradecraft and to understand tradecraft. But right after McGonagall leaves employee of the FBI, he goes to work for a law firm and they start to set up the financial transfers through the law firm, where the law firm would get 150000 a month, uh, 25000 would come back to McGonagall. So uh, how this happens every day in Washington, D.C., in New York, how Corrupt activity with people connected to the national security apparatus utilize the legal and financial elite to accomplish their objectives. The, the law firms, what I call the Democratic Illuminati, to uh, to get things done. Okay, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, you say we could have a bigger national security. And as big as the Biden thing is right now, you think Jordan, judiciary, the focus right here has got to be on this immediately. Right, because this shows you may have a compromised FBI. I want the answer. We're going to take a short commercial break. Congressman Matt Gates uh, joins us. Tons of breaking news this afternoon. We got Boris next, Jack Posobiec, all of it. This is an hour that's on fire. Matt Gates is here. We're going to return. Short commercial break. We'll return back to the worm in just a moment. Bring it on and now we'll fight to the end. Just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, a deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. 
Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Here's what we know as a consequence of this revelation today. Our FBI is corrupted by political interests domestically and compromised by foreign interests financially. That is that is how you have to evaluate the national security state right now. And my colleague Dan Bishop had a very good idea that we have to break up the FBI and put FBI agents who are patriotic Americans all over this country, not under the spell and the guise of some head shed at the J. Edgar Hoover building, but instead under the okay. jurisdiction of the U.S. attorneys who are confirmed Pretty dramatic by the Senate. Morning. Got a lot of got a lot of attention. Uh, why is this? Because of no coincidences. Why is this dropping? This this bombshell at the FBI. Why is this dropping in the middle of a Biden revelation, particularly about Hunter Biden now, the laptop? Maybe classified information going to him and 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 uh, Mike Pence. Why I, I is this drop? I would turn the question to you, Steve. Why? Why, why is now? It, why is it drop now? There's something quite fishy about the timing. They knew they could have dropped this how many months ago? Oh given, yeah. Given 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 what you've read on your first cut at this, they had this information. They could have dropped this. You would agree several months oh, yeah. ago. Th- th- this this is information that was in a sealed indictment that has now just come unsealed. So, this is my point. The sealed indictment. Why do you, why do you make today when you could have done it when you could have done it otherwise? Because you're making a case that on a scale from one to ten on your efforts around the national security state, the administrative state or the deep state, one being hey normal course of business, ten being uh, full stop on everything. Where does this fall? Well, I think that this is critically important because it it showcases that if you ever want real accountability for the real bad guys, it's very difficult to achieve at a time when the Department of Justice and the FBI are subject to foreign influences that are illicit and domestic influences that are abjectly political. And this is connect. I would view this right alongside some of the whistleblowers who've come forward to say that information about Hunter Biden was purposefully degraded so as to not allow investigations to advance. Because, I mean, I got to tell you, in my more than half a decade here in Congress, my biggest revelation in life is that the FBI and Department of Justice aren't always the good guys. I, I really believe that when I ran for this job and then I saw what they were willing to do because they did not like Donald Trump and they, were, they thought it was righteous to fight against the changes that he was bringing as a result of his election to the presidency. And so whether it's taking information and changing it, as we saw an FBI lawyer do during the Russia hoax, whether it's degrading intelligence information that's bad for the Bidens, or in this case, whether it's literally having a person who is involved in the Trump-Russia hoax later emerge as an agent of the Russian government, it all works together because the biggest question I get when I'm out in the country, folks say, how come nobody ever goes to jail for this? How come there's no accountability? We see what they do to conservatives and Republicans. And the truth is no member of Congress can put handcuffs on anybody. We can't initiate any criminal charge. All we can do is use our oversight power to get the truth out, and we can use the power of the purse to constrain their authority. And Nancy Pelosi, with a dead hand, 
gave the national security apparatus so much money to weaponize Another their year. powers against our people. And so that's why we have to get this information. I want out. to go back to this inflection point, because even in the, in the troubled history of the FBI, with why the Church Commission was set for their aspect of it, the incompetence and overreach on, on, and for either the civil rights movement, the anti-war movement, what happened during uh, Kennedy administration, and then later with Hansen, when Hansen it came up about the, uh, the Russian agents. No one's ever said, you know, domestically there's been problems and not just pressures, but overreach and real problems, and even in their incompetence in 9-11. But no one's ever said what you just said, which is a combination of uh, compromise by, far, by foreign governments and domestic uh, po- politics. That's a lethal combination. They've never been accused both of those. I just want to make sure we go back because this well, is that's what they're accusing themselves of. I mean, that, that's no longer a disputed point. And it's not like they're going to be able- Hansen did take money. I mean, Hansen, which Angleton searched for and never could find, Hansen was the FBI guy, right? Aldridge was the CIA. Hansen was the FBI. But even at that time, there was no accusation that the Soviets actually had it deeply in, embedded or deeply had a deep uh, foreign influence into the FBI overall. You're saying this is systemic, not just a bad guy. I have seen it in, in the eyes of some of these people that we have questioned in private and in public. And they believe they ought to be more powerful than all the countries. They believe that it's up to them to decide, does Russia win today? Does the United States win? And when we go as the Congress and give them these exquisite authorities to be able to gather intelligence on, on people, to be able to make searchable databases that can be accessed by tens of thousands of these types of folks. And like, we're not idiots. We don't think that they tried this once, it succeeded, and then they never tried it again. What you're seeing in the McGonagall case is pattern recognition. Over over a great deal of time, there's been an influence purchasing and an influence peddling operation that the FBI has been highly susceptible to. This guy wasn't in, you know, the civil enforcement division. This guy wasn't in, you know, the drug division. This is someone who specialized on Russia, was targeted by Russia, and that's why we're going to be demanding that Chris Ray provide answers as to what we're doing to be more resilient to this. And I don't think you we're think doing he nearly this as a cover ongoing investigation. Mr. Gates can't talk about it. Well, I think that in a lot of ways, this indictment shows what they're investigating and what they're not investigating. And what seems to not be given sufficient focus in this indictment is the time where McGonagall was working for the United States and was in this senior leadership position as a counterintelligence official. So we're really going to probably leave to the judicial process analyzing McGonagall, you know, 2018 and forward. But before that, there should be a treasure trove of oversight to do. And we need to know if we need to change laws regarding how the screening process is initiated, how we monitor the susceptibility of some of these officials to corrupt foreign influence. The, the whole story will come out over time, but you, on these five days that changed the country, you were the, the master architect. You give me strategy. too much credit. There strategy. are a lot of folks involved. No, no, a lot of uh, hero, but I'm saying about the thinking it through and early on. Um, when, so you, you took on the cartel full on and wouldn't back off, okay? Now, this is the national security, deep state, whatever you want to call it. You just made a comment at the beginning that they are now actively trying to, if not influence directly the election, mold the field to, their, to, to something that's acceptable to them. You're talking about a Praetorian Guard that is clearly, according to you, is now out of control and working 
uh, with or somehow uh, has foreign influence in it. What then is your strategy? You've taken on the cartel. What's your strategy to work with Jim Jordan and these others to take this on? And you have to do it now because 2024 is up upon us and these guys are not going to stop. Well, one of the things we needed was more resources. And that's why this special select subcommittee of the Judiciary Committee on the Weaponization of the Government will have the same or more resources than the January 6th committee had. That was the specific commitment that we got from Speaker McCarthy during those days that you referenced. And so, uh, you know, muscling up our investigative effort has certainly a part of it, but issue spotting is going to be important. I think that, look, if these documents that Biden had have to do with China, Katie, bar the door. But if it's like, you know, some briefing he got on some Central African dictator, you know, when he was a senator or vice president. What about, if, like it, what, what about if it revolves around Ukraine? Well, if it revolves around Hunter Biden's business activities, then you have a smoking gun for influence peddling and access to information and treason, frankly you would have a pretty ironclad case for treason, treason in, the, in, that, in that case for Joe Biden and, and potentially associates of his and potentially family members of his. But I don't want to prejudge that, and we don't have any information to suggest that that is true. We're hypothesizing the different potential outcome sets here. And if one of the outcome sets is these documents aren't all that relevant in the modern world, then I think that we ought to be far more interested in the infrastructure that owns Joe Biden, that controls Joe Biden and that might be interested in dispensing with Joe Biden. I mean, if we make this all about Joe Biden and they shit can yeah, the guy yeah, and we end up with Gavin Newsom, we, we, yeah, you know what we, I mean? We, Will we, that have been a we, good use of we, our time? We got, we got played. Uh, real quickly, I know you've been the lead of this, although you represent one of the most pro-military uh, parts of the country, Pensacola Naval Air Stations down there in the Navy base. Um, you've been at the forefront of Ukraine. We don't have unlimited resources. Uh, since the, the five days to change America, one of the big things is either limit the money and or audits. We've got to know where it's going. Give me your perspective. We've got about a minute or so. Give me your perspective of what's happened. All of a sudden, audits and, and no corruption, zero tolerance from Zelensky. Yeah, is that so, a random event? Yes, yeah, so weird that right as Republicans get in charge and start demanding audits and review of, the, of what we've already sent, now Zelensky is an anti-corruption warrior. Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance, right? And, and here's, here, here's what we know. Throughout human history, you know, people have improved on corrupt circumstances. We hope that's the case. But we also know that there are times accusations of corruption to cover up other corruption. So we should not take this as an article of faith. And guess what? We have U.S. laws that require us to monitor the end-to-end -end delivery of U.S. materiel into a war zone. And I do not believe that we are compliant with those laws. I believe we have trusted the Ukrainians far too much to make attestations and some of those Ukrainians are getting fired now by Zelensky. So how clownish does our DOD and, look and, for and, trusting and, them? And, and fleeing the country. Real quickly, how do they get to the podcast, how do they get to all your content and your social media? My podcast is called Firebrand. We're everywhere on the internet, and I'm at Matt Gates and at Rep Matt Gates. By the way, the, the podcast is, uh, is a must-watch, uh, listen-to. We know everybody in D.C. is doing it. Congressman, thank you so much. And i got to tell you, this is explosive. Look forward to having you back on. I know for your schedule to carve out time to come over here is just fantastic. No, good to be here. we got to get this information out. Oh, no, we're going to push this out. Uh, we had a great show this morning. Push it out. Okay, we've got Boris coming up. We've got Jack Posobiec going to join us in the uh, in the 6 o'clock hour. We've got the Children's Health Defense, and we've got Naomi Wolf. Everything about the vaccine now, it's going to be annual. You're going to hear all the background to that. Also, we have Congressman Matt Rosendale is going to join us, one of the lions, uh, one of the, one of the, was it the hard six, the six, the magnificent six.
that uh, Congressman Gates pulled together. Okay, short commercial break. We're going to come back. we got Boris and Jack Posovic in the war room. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters sq.com, and download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free, so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Matt Gage just gave the, uh, what do you say, Mike Pence was softer than a Giza sheet, uh, was a topper, softer than a topper and a Giza sheet on top of it. Don't believe that. Okay. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Sleep the sleep of the just on the products that come from the great company out of Minnesota. Support Mike Lindell, the armor-piercing shell, and, of course, your humble servants here at the War Room. Make sure twenty-nine as low as $29.99 on those sheets right now. Plus, you got the slippers, but the slippers are 59 bucks, Still a steal, $80 off. Go check it out today. Boris, a lot going on. A couple things. Uh, we got Pence, we got the FBI, and we have this new blowout poll uh, for President Trump. Um, and it's not the Harvard poll. An additional poll has come out. Uh, I want to go first. Uh, any thoughts on this Mike Pence situation, sir? Steve, honored to be with you. Honored to be with the posse. Very interesting day today. President Trump uh, truthing out about uh, Vice President Pence, uh, calling him a, a, a quote-unquote good man and, and saying that he should be left alone. Here's what is interesting about the Pence situation. What it proves without, without a doubt is that in terms of you know, doc, White House documents, uh, the, uh, the DOJ has no business in you know, being being deeply involved, and that it's, uh, it appears that if you look at most presidents and vice presidents, you're going to have some sort of remnants of documents that are remaining when they when they leave off. Now, having said that, that doesn't mean that Joe Biden doesn't have major problems because his problems stem from intent. Why were the documents kept? His problems also stem from the kind of documents. From what we understand, Joe Biden kept literally intelligence, TSSCI intelligence on And then beyond that, the fact that Biden signed Senate documents from his time in the Senate, that is a huge problem because in no way 
does the PRA or any applicable laws cover senators who have no business taking documents, taking security, sensitive, or classified documents out of the SCIF? By the way, we have to have an answer immediately, too, on this Hunter Biden situation, because that was obviously a highly classified briefing that Biden had that Hunter Biden sent to a business associate and then was disseminated uh, broadly. So we got to get to the bottom of that. What about the timing of the FBI? Just had Congressman Gates on here. This indictment looks like it could have been dropped any time. It looks like it came off a sealed indictment. Why, why is Pence dropped today, and why did the FBI drop yesterday, sir? The only way, no, no conspiracies, no coincidences. The only thing to understand, truly, is that there's a, now an attempt by law enforcement to regain some sort of credibility. And that's why they're dropping this on McGoyne on yesterday, the top FBI officials in the, in, the, in the New York field office, who literally was the touchstone for the Russia hoax investigation, now arrested for dot, 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 colluding with Russian and Russian oligarchs. Today, you've got the information on, on, on Pence dropping. The only way to read it is that there's some sort of an attempt by law enforcement, because they've been so ridiculed and so badly crushed, to regain some, some sort of credibility. But it, it's frankly not working, because what we see now from the, the way that Biden's been treated, and let's be honest, even from the way that Vice President Pence has been treated, is that they have, they have absolutely been deranged and attacking President Trump that breaking and raid of President Trump's home looks more and more unconstitutional and illegal, just the way we put it on August 8, 2022, when it happened. President Trump was again right in saying that the DOJ, the FBI, had no business raiding his home, breaking into his home over a document dispute where he said loud and clear, let us know if there's anything else you need. Uh, Emerson Emerson has a poll that just came out. It's a blowout number. Uh, Trump at 50, what, at 53, uh, 55, 55. Uh, DeSantis 29, 55, DeSantis 29. You add up everybody else. They're not close to Trump combined. Uh, tell me about that poll, sir. President Trump dominating. President Trump is the leader this country wants. He presents the toughness this country needs, and he is the only person to get us back on track. And American people realize that. There's no doubt about it. So that poll also polled him versus Joe Biden, a seven-point swing in the president's favor, where he's now leading Biden by three points. And then beyond that, you look at a Harvard-Harris poll just last week, President Trump leading Biden by five and Kamala Harris by eight. President Trump is dominating. The videos are going viral, and more has been a huge part of that. His message is cutting through, and that message is of American toughness, strength on the border, strength on the economy, strength on national security, and not, let, not put, letting our country be sold down the river. Beyond that, hey, no, no two ways about it. This disaster for Joe Biden on the document and the fact that he, he and his team absolutely obstructed and absolutely misrepresented is pure and an adulterated mess for Biden, and it shows just how strong President Trump and his team are. How do people follow you, Boris? Good, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. I am hot on the website. Sign up right now, BorisCP.com. Hot on BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. On Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on his social at Boris. Hot on the gram. Boris on the scrap side. Stay strong. God bless, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Boris, thank you very much. Let's go to Jack Pasovic from Human Events Daily, also the wingman for Charlie Kirk. Uh, Jack, I, I got to ask you, there's so much breaking news around these investigations the executive secretary of uh, of Joe Biden. Tell me about her. 
tell me about what we know. She's lawyered up with one of the biggest defense lawyers in town. We want to make sure we make all these people famous. She's going to be a major uh, personage in this uh, in this entire drama. Who is she and why is she important? Look, Steve, what we need to understand here, what everyone needs to understand, not only the executive secretary level, but also through the White House at all. So when I came on here two years ago, I explained that there was a shade war going on between the Kamala Harris faction and the Joe Biden faction. That has shifted because the rug has been pulled out from under their feet. The bottom has fallen out of the Biden administration, and the White House has now turned into a battle royale. The establishment's coming in and now maintaining order. They're getting rid of the chief of staff, Ron Klain, gone. He was the longest serving Joe Biden true believer. He's out. Who are they putting in? They're putting in their buddy from Bain Capital, Jeff Zaints. So Jeff Zaints is coming in and Bain Capital, just like all these other firms, and you know as well as I do, Steve, they got a couple of guys on the D column and a couple of guys in the R column. So Mitt Romney's the R. This guy's over on the D side. He worked with Obama. He worked with Hillary. He comes in now and he's going to, quote unquote, right the ship. This is the uniparty coming in to box out Joe Biden and Kamala Harris of their own administration and clear the clear the decks for the arrival of Gavin Newsom. Um, when you talk about shade war, it's now become a battle royale. Where does the administrative state in the, in the deep state come into this? Have they chosen a side or are they Matt Gates thinks that they're trying to form the field right now. You see this in the Pence situation. Completely Walk agree me through your assessment of the deep state. Look, we, we went through this yesterday on Human Events Daily. Um, I know I know the congressman has occasionally mentioned that he listens to the show, so uh, I don't know if he was listening to me or, or he just came to that formulation from his own sources, but that's exactly what I think is going on here. Steve, understand, the classified document scandals that are going on right now, the reason that you're seeing it happening to people like Trump, like... Uh, like Biden, Hunter Biden's probably going to be wrapped into this. Of course, you got Mike Pence now, but of course, Mike Pence, I don't even think Mike Pence is his own wife's first choice for a top candidate. But when you're seeing is what you're seeing is the administrative state coming in and reminding the American people who's really in charge. They're coming in and saying, you are not in charge. Your leaders aren't in charge. Your elected leaders aren't in charge. It's us. We'll tell you who you're allowed to vote for. You're a former naval intelligence officer. Given what you've seen in this FBI situation, do you think the FBI uh, and we and we didn't even argue this when Hansen was uh, was exposed back in the 80s? Do you think the FBI has been compromised, not just the individual? But do you think there may be systemic compromise of the FBI by a foreign government, uh, sir? Steve, you've got this all over the all over Washington, D.C. If you think it's just the FBI, you haven't been paying attention. You've got Iranian compromise all over the State Department. You've got the CCP all over DIA and elements uh, throughout the IC that they've got people in there. They, in fact, at one point during the Trump administration, the CCP was recruiting members of the DIA who were part of the hashtag anti-Trump resistance to come and work as CCP agents for them. So this idea that we've got uh, FBI agents and FBI officials that are double dipping. I mean, this has been going on for a long time within our United States national security agencies. That's why the entire thing, and Steve, you and I have talked about this, This the whole thing should be, should be uprooted, rod and stern, and you need to go with the full church committee to decide what we are going to do with our national security state, because we are supposed to be a country with an intelligence community, not the other way around. 
Uh, last thing, where's your reporting going on this? You, you, at Human Events Daily and with Charlie Kirk, you guys been ahead of the curve here. Where, where's your reporting going on this? Look, where we're going is is we're seeing that Joe Biden, they're putting him out to pasture. Kamala Harris, they're shoving her back in the barn. They want Gavin Newsom in. Uh, Mike Pence, he's getting kind of like a slap on the wrist. But of course, Mike Pence sort of self-reported because he's a dork. And, uh, you know, I wasn't in the room alone with a woman in those classified documents. No, not me. Uh, he'll he'll be in his his uh, his punishment closet later today. But but Steve, what what we need to understand, what we need to understand is that there's only one candidate, only one man in American politics that for 35 years has been standing up to the globalists and the establishment of a worldwide global order, and that man is Donald J. Trump. Jack Basovic, how do people get to you, the podcast, all of your uh, all your social media? What are your coordinates? Yeah, of course. Twitter, Getter, Telegram, at Jack Posobiec. Uh, you can find us there, of course, 10 p.m. tonight. We're going to be getting into this massive purge throughout Ukraine, all the, uh, the government officials that are leaving. Apparently, they found corruption in Ukraine. Who knew? By the way, Jack, that we just had Gates on here. That's a total random event, right? MTG, uh, the Republican Party says, hey, we don't, we're, we're going to give you any money, but if we do, it has to be audited. Next thing you know, the, uh, the, the Minister of Interior helicopter has a problem. Well, wait, He's wait, gone. wait, wait. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> wait, zero Steve, it's, tolerance. Let, let's let's, let's slow down here. Gone. This yes, isn't sir. the first time. This isn't the first time that Biden's had a prosecutor in Ukraine fired that was looking into where the money was going. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll stay tuned for ten o'clock tonight on Real America's Voice. Jack Posobiec, thank you so much for taking time to come on. Thanks, Steve. I've, 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 the news cycle is absolutely insane. Let's get Caroline Wren. Caroline, uh, this is a big week in uh, this is a big week in California out of Dana Point. Uh, are you guys at? By the way, are you guys at a Holiday Inn Express out there? Is is, is the RNC winter meetings? being held at a Motel 6. Are you at the Motel 6 conference room, ma'am? No, and uh, we're actually at the Monarch. I believe the rate is $900 a night, thanks to you, the donors that support this organization. Uh, we will be spending the next four nights here at one of the most expensive resorts in the country in Gavin Newsom's California. Uh, so what's the lay of the land? We're taking, we got a minute. We're going to take a short break. You're coming back for the whole next segment. Give us the lay of the land as you get out there, ma'am. You know, we just got here. It's very, it, we're, we feel absolutely the best that we have felt yet coming into this. There's been a, a overwhelming number of members, uh, all of which have been on Rana's endorsement letter, who have contacted Harmeet in the past 48 hours and said, I'm actually coming into this meeting now undecided. I'm coming in with a open mind, and I want to hear the ideas, Harmeet, that you have to lead us forward. And I think Harmeet's going to have a lot to talk about to that effect. And I think it's things that Rana does not have a, a, a platform of success to stand on, right? We, we, she oversaw the losses in 2018, 2020. 2020 and then 2022. I don't know what convincing closing argument she's going to be able to make. Harmeet has a lot of great things that she's going to be able to talk to these members about. And I think coming in here with an open mind is because of you, the grassroots that contacted these members and said, please listen to us. We want to change. So we're going into this very, very excited and very much expecting to win. Okay. Hang over a second. Caroline Wren, who's running the operation for uh, Harmeet Dillon. We got Mike Lindell's also out there to take a short commercial break. Caroline Wren next in the world. Speaker, 
fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh no, I have title insurance. It's in my name or he would have to get some special document. They would call me, you know. Nobody's calling you. You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no-obligation home title report, a $100 value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back. Caroline, uh, do us a favor. Walk through what the process is. I want the audience to understand that there's there's things happening and it'll culminate in a vote, maybe multiple rounds on, on Friday. But walk us through what exactly happens right. between now and then. You said, hey, delegates are telling you they're open to be pitched. They want to hear ideas. Yep. There's going to be forums. So walk us through. It's Tuesday night. We've got all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, yeah. and then the vote on Friday. Walk us through what happens in the next 48 hours. Right. Sure. Backing it up, there's 168 people that get to vote on this election, 168 members. So every state has their party chair plus a national committee man and woman that are elected by the grassroots of their states. The reason why it's 168, not 150, those you have territories, so Puerto Rico, Guam, America, Samoa, those ones. So that equals that is who is at this meeting. That's who votes. All day tomorrow and all day Thursday, they're in different meetings, whether that's the budget committee meeting, the rules committee meeting, the resolutions. These these meetings actually matter. These are where things are are uh, uh, voted on and the policies that are set forward that are going to help us in 2024. So these members will be in those. So the vote is Friday morning. Now, the way it works is you can go to multiple ballots and it's a majority winner. And so that's what we're preparing for. The first vote out the gate is the chair race. So they're voting on four different things. They're voting for the chair I'm sorry, the co-chair, the secretary, and also the treasurer. And so that on Friday morning, starting at 10 a.m., this is Pacific time, that's when that vote's going to happen. And that's why we've got, everyone's got their own whip teams. We have a very strong whip team that is here meeting with different members. People are undecided. People are on Rana's team and going to make it lay out the case over the next 48 hours as to why Harmeet Dillon is the right choice to be the chair. Okay, we talked this 168. Uh, I thought Rana had a uh, had a letter that went out had like 115 people's name on it or signed up. They were all going to be the representatives or delegates of this. So she therefore already right. had it locked up. What, what's the story with that? 
So the letter that went out originally was 107, I believe. And really, you know, a couple of these members have said, I put my name on it. I'm sorry. And I've given her my word. Well, Rana's entire campaign is built on her breaking her word because the word that she gave the members two years ago was that I will not run for reelection. So if you gave a promise to Rana uh, just recently and said, I'll support your reelection, well, it's, bu- it's, it's built on a broken promise. And so we have been are working our way backwards from that. And then a lot of the names on there are, are not actually real ones. There's been several elections. For example, the name is for the Nevada committee woman on Rana's letter is Michelle Fiore. Michelle is no longer a member of the 168. In fact, the voting member is Seagal Chata, who we got elected on this show here to go and vote in data point. And there are lots of ones like that. The Wisconsin chair, the Ohio chair, and others. So you so you work backwards from there. Otherwise, we also have several members. You have uh, Laura, who's a national committee woman from Hawaii. She came out immediately and said, look, I didn't even agree to have my name on this, but I'm not going to be in Rana's letter anymore. I'm supporting Harmeet Dillon. Separately, we have people uh, who are coming in and saying, you know, we are nervous to put our, to, to basically take our name off of Rana's letter and come out and endorse you, Harmeet or Mike. And the reasoning behind it is that there are certain things that are given out. It's, you know, it's transfers to these states and they have to be worried about. But at the same time, this is a private vote. It is a secret ballot. Secret ballots always end up helping the non-incumbent because there is a lot that they are able to do when they can, they can say, fine, Rana, you know, please stay off my back. I'll, I'll I'm, I've endorsed you, but privately, I'm going to go in there and vote for Harmeet because I do think that we need to have change. And so that is what we're going to be up against. In, working on this week. I feel very, very good about it. We have more than enough people who have uh, told us that are on Rana's letter, but privately they're coming in either undecided or have made the decision to vote for Harmeet, but are, are wanting to keep that quiet. The other part of this is those down ballot races, the co-chair, secretary, treasurer. You know, there are things that affect that race as to why they need to remain on, on Rana's public endorsement list. So that's another factor that we're seeing going into this. What is as as you've gone around because you're kind of leading it and your whips have gone around uh, and Harmeet has talked to people. What is what is when you're talking to these one sixty eights on one on one? What's their biggest concern? What's their biggest beef? Why would they just not roll the dice right. with Rana again? She's a known quantity yeah. to these folks. Yeah. Every, you know, all these people are different, and some of them I find more egregious than others. For example, you know, the most egregious to me personally is Dave Bossie. Dave Bossie has been a conservative warrior for years. He went around for two years telling everyone he was planning to run against Ronna McDaniel because that she was terrible and would list off all the reasons why. He all of a sudden appeared as an endorsement for Ronna McDaniel. What he's privately telling people is that he did that at the direction of Donald Trump. I, I don't believe that, and if that is true, then I'm very disappointed to hear that, because Trump has said many times that he intends to remain public. I can't imagine why on earth Donald Trump would not want new leadership, especially Harmeet Dillon, who, by the way, has won two, has represented him in two cases and won both of them. Represented him in the Stormy Daniels case, in which he actually, actually got Stormy Daniels attorneys to pay Donald Trump $500,000. And then she won the case uh, for the against the January 6th committee and the separations of powers. And so why on earth Donald Trump will want more of the same is beyond me. But someone like Dave bought Dave was on the letter that said Kevin McCarthy should not be leader again because uh, we need new change in leadership. How can Dave Bossie put his name on that letter and not feel the same about this RNC race? So that one's incredibly frustrating. You also have the examples like in Florida. I know you've had Joe, uh, uh, had Anthony Sabatini on, but the Florida chair, Joe Gruters, is termed out. He actually moved the vote in the state backwards so that it would be past this vote and you have the two candidates running who have endorsed Harmeet Dillon but Joe Gruters has said he said this in the Washington Post he said it again in a recent article I don't care what the grassroots think I don't care what anyone thinks yeah. I am voting for Ronna McDaniel okay let, let me go back to Bossy because you know I'm very close to Dave and and, and but I want to bring up yeah. the point that I think it's political people reporting that uh there's a three-man team from Trump's campaign I think that the same people are going to be in South Carolina and New Hampshire with him. The three senior people 
are going to be out in uh, at uh, at Dana Point, and I think they're quasi whipping. Or am right. I wrong? And Politico says they're going to they're going to be whipping for for Ronna McDaniel. So, isn't Dave Bossy right? He he could be right, and and which to me that that's really upsetting, you know. But but Donald Trump, I, I I've been around this world long enough that I only believe things when they come out of Donald Trump's mouth. And the only things that I've heard out of Donald Trump's mouth is that I am staying out of this. Let them work it out. I think both are very impressive, and I like both of them. So what is happening behind the scenes with different consultants to me is not sure that is happening, and they can represent however they want. But to me, I like to hear from Donald Trump's mouth where he feels on this, and and all he has said is that he remains neutral. And I actually think that's the right thing to do. The RNC chair should be neutral. There, we have 2024 primaries. It's in the bylaws, so I don't think it's uh, my. I don't think it's smart for Donald Trump to endorse. But I do think it's troublesome that they have different, I guess, folks from if they are representing themselves as Donald Trump's representatives and then calling people and telling them to vote one way. Then that is certainly whipping on behalf of Ronna McDaniel. But I, the buck stops with Dave Bossy. This is we've seen yeah. this before, Steve. We have seen this forever that about people that surround themselves around Trump and give bad advice. So if you're Dave Bossy and you were told by this you should vote for Rana, his advice should have been, Mr. President, absolutely not. That is the worst thing for you. Your base is against it, and I will not do it. And I'm not going to let you fall in that trap either. Okay, Caroline, we got to bounce. We'll get your uh, social media up. Uh, Mary Holland, Children's Health Defense, next. And- War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.